Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Urban, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back. I am so glad you guys are tuning in again. I just have to warn you that you may hear the birds chirping outside my window and I am going to go down by saying that these that is the best thing to be hearing as I'm sitting here on a beautiful Saturday morning. Okay, so the sun is not completely shining, but it is not snowing and it is not a flurry out there. So for those of you that are Canadians that are listening, I am sure you will appreciate the joy that we all feel when spring starts to like come around the corner and just that happiness and excitement that comes. So I wanted to talk this week a little bit about the mindset and um, kind of the mental challenges that we as women, and yes, I'm going to kind of talk for all women here, um, face in these network marketing businesses. And I think it all comes down to um, giving ourselves permission in different areas of our lives. And these are one of the things that I'm really working on changing in this industry. And you guys have heard me talk about wanting to change network marketing from the inside out. Well, I also want to change the way that women value themselves and the way that women stand up for themselves and the way that women treat themselves on a daily basis. I think so many times we as women are just we are the head of the household in our in our families, right? And we are expected to do all of the things. We need to be making sure that we're on top of dinner. We need to make sure that the kids' activities are all booked and paid for and that they're ready for school and their homework's done and their bags are packed and their lunches are made and the laundry is done and the house is clean and we still need to go to work during the day. And, and on top of that, we're putting in these side hustles and the list goes on and on. And I want you you guys to take a step back from that list today, put that list away, and let's relook at that list later and prioritize around that list and maybe even ask for some help with that list. Because here's the thing, you don't need to do all of the things. All of the things are not on your shoulders. I think sometimes we are our own worst enemies. We are the ones that think that we are like super women. And don't get me wrong, I know you're all Wonder Woman out there, but you don't need to always be. You have supports like supports around you and there's lots of things that you can give up in your life so that you can take on something for yourself. So first off, I want you okay. If you are already in network marketing and you're rocking out your business, this message is for you. If you have yet to jump in and you're considering it, this message is for you. You are allowed to have really big goals. You are allowed to want things for yourself and you're allowed to write them down. You're allowed to shout them out and you're just allowed to have them. And I think a lot of the times 
we don't allow ourselves to have these big goals. And and maybe it comes from a place of protecting ourselves because we're so afraid of failing or being judged by everybody else or whatever it is. We are allowed to want those things for ourselves and we're allowed to want things for ourselves. And I think when you get into network marketing and you get started, you all of a sudden see the path open up and you all of a sudden start to remember what it's like to have these big goals for yourself. And I remember I was that human when I very first started out and probably up to that point in my life that when I set goals, I would set goals that I knew I could achieve because that would mean that I would I would experience that feeling of success and I wouldn't experience that feeling of failure, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I love that feeling of success, but you know what comes along with putting goals out there that you know you can 90% achieve? you don't go any higher. You don't actually push yourself a little bit further and achieve that little bit more. You know what happens when you set massive goals and goals that you probably can't reach? You stretch yourself, you push yourself, you get energized, you get excited, and you get creative around ways to hit that goal. And whether you hit that goal or you don't hit that goal is not actually the point. The point is having the goal and wanting something more for yourself. So I choose now to have ridiculous goals. And for those of you that have read Rachel Hollis's Girl Stop Apologizing, I love the part in there that she talks about having 10 big dreams for yourself and that you should write those down every single morning. I love it so much that I put down that book while I was uh, reading it and I took out my phone and created a list right on Evernote, which you guys will hear me talk about Evernote a lot because I think it's part of the promised land of organization. And I made my 10 big dreams. And if you read those dreams, my friends, you would be like, Lori, get off your rocker. Those are absolutely insane. What are you thinking? But those are my dreams. Those are the things that I want for myself. And in dreams, I find happiness. I find fulfillment. I find excitement and I find life. And I think dreams make us come alive. So you are allowed to have dreams, my friends. You're allowed to have big dreams, small dreams, whatever dreams you want. In fact, not only are you allowed, but you should have them. You deserve to have them. And what kind of a human doesn't have want in their life and doesn't want for more and doesn't want for better? So go out there and have your dreams and write those dreams down because and write them. I love how Rachel explains that you should write them as though they're already happening because it it does something to the mentality in your brain. So I am a multi six-figure network marketing professional. That's what I write. That's one of my dreams that I write down. And no, I'm not a multi um, six-figure network marketing professional yet, but yet is the key word in that term. I'm close, but I'm not there yet, but I will be. And I know, and I think there's this switch that will turn in you when you start to truly believe in your dreams. You'll start to see, you'll start to believe that anything is possible. And that like when I look at that list of goals that I know that probably 98% of the people in my life wouldn't believe that I can achieve, I believe I can achieve them. I believe that I'm capable of them. I believe that if I do the work, I will get where I want to go. And no, I'm not just going to wish on a shooting star. I'm going to put the work in. 
but that work I love and it fuels me and it fires me and those goals starting my day by writing 10 goals out that I know are the future of my life that is empowering stuff my friends so I want to know that all of you out there have goals big and small goals for and I am a big goal setter so I will set a yearly goal I will then break it down to monthly goals and then I take my month and I break that down into weekly goals and I am the kind of person that looks at those goals all the time, that visualizes those goals all the time, that checks in with those goals all the time. In fact, as we speak, I have a sales goal that I haven't yet achieved for this week that will play into my overall monthly goal and I have a little checklist where I'm counting down and then I have a little brainstorm list over to the side of how I'm going to achieve that and how I'm going to hustle that out this weekend. Um, So there is like where there is a will, will, there is a way. And goals just get you where you want to go. And the, the smaller and the bigger the goals, whatever it is, I just want you guys all to have goals for yourself. Um, Okay. The second thing is that you're allowed to do this business for yourself. And you're allowed to do other things for yourself. But because I'm just ch- chatting about network marketing, I'm going to tell you that you're allowed to do network market your network marketing business for yourself. You're allowed to get personal fulfillment out of it, right? Sit on that for a second. I think so often when I ask people what their why is, they come back with my family, my kids, um, being able to provide an income for my family and my kids and all of that. And I think that's amazing. Don't get me wrong. It is, it is very rooted in what my personal why is too. But in that list of whys, I want you, I want you to have something that is really personal to you, something that is about you. What are you getting out of this business? And it doesn't need to be financial. It could be the community of women. It could be the gratification of working towards personal goals. It could be the fact that you get to leave your house dressed and showered and actually having done your hair. That is, my friend, that is the promised land. And that is exactly why I started working this business in the first place, because I was home with three kids under two and a half, and I didn't even have time to shower. In fact, side story, I remember actually only when I had two babies, um, when Timothy was born, Henry was um, 14 months old and he wasn't walking yet. And so I was literally lugging around this like 5,000 pound um, one-year-old. And then this, I had this infant that I swear had to be attached to my hip or he was complaining about life. Now he wasn't colicky, but he was just fussy. And my husband would, Wayne would get home at, I don't know what it was, 5.30 or so. And I would literally hand him those children and I would walk up and get in the shower. And he once said to me, Lori, do you think that you could shower after the kids go to bed just so we can be a team and, and do dinner and, you know, kind of get it through till 7 p.m.? And like, I feel like that is somewhat reasonable, but I was like, no, no, I cannot. And if you ask me to explain why, because I have had a day where I have been attached to these children and pretty much most of the seconds in the first three or four months, I just wanted to cry because it was so challenging. Um, why you cannot understand why I want to have a quiet shower where I can, and it wasn't about getting clean even. It was just about the peace that came in that shower 
you guys, I was allowed to have that shower and there was no one that was going to take away that shower from me. So think about that. There is no one that is allowed to take away this network marketing business from you. You are allowed to do it because you get something out of it personally. And if you have, and I will talk about this in another episode because it's also something that I'm passionate about. If you have a spouse that is not necessarily supportive, I think a lot of the times we fall back on, well, I've got to get him supportive by bringing in the money, that he will understand the money. Well, screw the money. You don't need to make money to justify the fact that you can work this business. And don't get me wrong, I like the money that comes from this business and I am a goal chaser and a lot of my goals are financial, but you are allowed to do this business and get something out of it that has nothing to do with money. And your spouse can support you because they want you to have things in your life that are personally fulfilling. And sometimes, and this is probably true for 90% of us, sometimes we have to force them to be supportive. And that's okay too, because I think anytime that you start something new in your life or you take on something new and something that's not about anybody else in that moment, it's about you, that it challenges other people, that it changes their life ever so slightly and no one is good with change so it might take them some time to be supportive and you might have to force them to be supportive and you might have to open their eyes 17 times before they get on board but it is worth it think about what you get out of this business and ask yourself if having that conversation seven times before they just realize that It's not necessarily about the money. It's about what it does for you personally, that it's worth it. I would fight the same way for moms when they want to go out with their girlfriends on an evening. You're allowed to do that. Well, what if this business is purely similar to that need to be with girlfriends? Does that make it any less legitimate than if you're bringing in an income for your family? No, you're allowed to have things for yourself. And these businesses bring so many different things into our lives. And some of those things are really difficult to verbalize, especially to a spouse because we think and work in different ways, but you're still allowed. And my guess is that you first need to give yourself permission for all of that before anybody else is going to give you permission. Because the second you start buying into it is the second they're going to see that shift in you where they realize that they've already lost the fight that there's no fight that needs to take place because you're in this and that you are shining through it. You will change in so many ways through these businesses and so many ways for the positive and the people around you will see that. It just takes some time. So stick with it and give yourself permission to get whatever you need out of this business because you are worth it. And here's the thing that also kind of goes along with the exact same thing. Your family is going to survive this. Your family is going to survive you leaving for two hours. I know it's hard to believe. I know the sun and moon sets on everything that you do in their daily lives to make their worlds keep spinning. But friends, they will survive. Your husband, he's capable of doing laundry. Your spouse, they are capable of taking your children to hockey practice. Um, They're even capable of cooking dinner when it comes down to it. And you don't need to do all the things. You have married that person or you have like saddled up with that person for a reason. And it's because they are a capable human, not because you 
decided to spend your life with them so that you could serve them for your entire life. Stop it. Stop it. Want something more for yourself and have bigger expectations of other people. Your spouse is capable of bigger things than you're allowing them to do. And I'm not going to sit on my soapbox and tell you that I wasn't challenged by this too. It took me a lot of breakdowns to start to realize that I had to hand over some of the reins of control. One of the very first things that I handed over was the laundry. And here's what drives me bananas. A lot of people will say to me, Lori, you're so lucky that or like that Wayne does so much with the kids. Or when I tell them that Wayne does the laundry, not mine, but everybody else's, like the three kids and his own, they'll be like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, lucky? No, no, I'm not lucky. He is just as much a part of this family as I am, and he is just as capable. And it actually took him telling me that. He actually said to me, Lori, like, I might not do it the way that you would do it. And trust me, guys, he does not do it the way I would do it. First off, he lets things accumulate for weeks. And then he doesn't put things in an organized fashion into the closets. And like, it is like my OCD situation from, it gets my nightmare in a lot of ways. But like, I have become okay with it over the years because he's doing it. And he's more than capable of doing it. And he takes the kids to gymnastics on Saturday morning. And don't get me wrong, I am extremely lucky to be married to the person that I married. I love him very much, but he's also a part of this marriage and a part of this life. And he's also really lucky to have me. I'm kind of a catch too. So I think it's not about luck. It's about expectation. And you're okay. You're allowed to have expectations of other people that are in your life and especially those that are in your family. And then you're also allowed to set up support and ask for help. And setting up support can look like a lot of things. I've told you before that my mother-in-law comes once a week to bring dinner for the family, uh, mostly for the kids, and to spend time with the kids and to put the kids to bed. And that gives us a little bit of freedom on that evening. When the kids were really little, it was like the survival. Um, When my kids were little and before they were in school, my mom had the kids Mondays and Tuesdays, and they even slept over for one night. And that was incredible because it, it just made survival of the life with three very little babies that much that much better and gave us one-on-one time or two-on-one time or whatever it is and my aunt and uncle take the kids like people love my kids so hey have at her I'm happy to give them away for a little bit but you're allowed to ask for support and I I am going to go on record as saying having a good and accessible babysitter that is the promised land. Mine lives next door. It's a treat for my kids. They absolutely beg for her to come over because she's so much fun. And it gives us the freedom and flexibility to to both have a life sometimes. So you're allowed. That That is all a very long-winded way of saying you are allowed to want something for yourself. You're allowed to have expectations of other people. And you're allowed to ask for help and support. And okay, I want to switch gears for my very, is that my very last point? Yes. Here it is from a business standpoint. Here's one of the biggest allowances that I want to give you. You are allowed to fail. Okay. Breathe through that. For any of you people that are similar to me and you are overachievers, we fear failure like the plague. We are afraid of failing. What are other people going to think? What are they going to say? How will I ever get back on that horse and do it again after everybody has seen me fail? Do you hear me saying everybody over and over and over again? Failure often isn't a 
isn't all wrapped up in our own personal stuff. It's often about other people seeing you fail. And that's okay too. But I do think that we need to like get past other people's visions and realize that other people don't actually care about you as and what you're doing as much as you think because they're so wrapped up in their own stuff and their own life that you putting out a goal and not hitting it might not even register on their radar. And truth be told, Sometimes when you put out goals, you inspire other people to do the same thing. And even if you don't hit it, just the hustle and the and the hope and the work that you put behind hitting those goals can really inspire and motivate the, the rest of the world around you. But here's the thing about failing. And actually, my six-year-old, now seven-year-old son said to me a few weeks ago, he said, mommy, if we don't, if we're not bad at something, then we never get good at it. And I was like, wow, you are wise, my friend. Maybe I should interview you on my podcast and and tell the world those wise words that you have said. And I am sure it is his incredible, incredible teacher at school that said that to him because he is also just a new member of the chess club, which I just think is the most adorable thing in the entire world. He's the only grade one that gets to travel to the schools and play um, chess against other kids. And oh my goodness, doesn't that just make your heart expand? It does for me anyways. And I don't even know how to play chess. So it is my goal to learn it. And we've been spending the last three weeks building that Lego chess set. If anybody has it, like send wine, my friends, send wine, because that thing is an investment of time and patience, especially when you're trying to put it together with three little kids that the order and organization is just not what I want it to be. But (laughs) getting back to that, like the truth is failing forward is actually the best thing that you can do for your business because in failure there is learning and as long as you don't give up after you fail you're going to make it people always always ask me what what is it that gave you success where did you find the success how did you do it and I actually think it's just because I let go of that fear of failure and I just tried so many things that I wasn't willing to fail I wasn't willing to fail because I actually don't think it's kind of like the like it's like the stocks. You don't lose money until you pull your money out. Well, you haven't lost until you give up. If you are still trying it, you you put something out there, you try something, it doesn't work. That's okay. You go back to the drawing board, you rejig it a little bit, you put it back out there. You're going to learn so much by trying everything that you think of. And if you look at the most successful people around you, Um, I dare you to ask them when the last time they failed was, because I bet you for most of them, it is very, very recent. And there's probably so many things that they're like, wow, I thought that would be such a great idea. I thought it would take off and it just didn't. And sometimes it's timing. Sometimes it's just like the idea wasn't quite targeted. There's so many reasons behind failure. But the most important one is, is that we have to have the guts to go out there and fail. Because if you don't have the guts to go out there and fail, you're playing it far too safe. And there's no safety in big dreams and big goals. Doing something that somebody else has already proven to be successful is great. I want you to do lots of those things. But how are you ever going to break down that glass ceiling if you're not willing to go out there and try new things? How are you ever going to find true success and the new, the next level of success um, if you're not willing to go out there and try new things? Think about Facebook. I mean, they didn't know that that was going to be a massive success. And think of even all of the ways that it has changed over the 
last few years because something stopped working or wasn't working quite so well. Well, they just went back to the drawing board. They introduced new things. They tried new things and some things took off and some things didn't and they have, you know, made billionaires. So just go out there, try a million things and see which ones stick. It's like throwing all those, um, um, spit wads at the wall and just seeing which ones stick. You don't know how many will stick, but the more you throw, the more you're actually going to get to stick to the wall. The same is with our businesses. The more things we try, the more we're going to actually get out of them. And the truth is, I actually believe that something and maybe not what you were thinking, but that something happens and something comes from absolutely every little effort that you put into your business. And sometimes it's just a lesson learned. Sometimes it's just a contact that down the road turns into something. Sometimes it's one sale. Sometimes it's 16 sales. Like who knows? Who knows what it will be? But I can tell you what comes from doing nothing. Nothing. And... (laughs) And so you can't sit around and build a business by not trying new things. And you can't sit around worrying about failure because failure is just a part of your life. Even when you were learning to walk, you fell down 15 times. None of you got right up and never fell down. So think about it like that. You weren't born knowing how to work this business. So don't be so hard on yourself. Just know that this is a work in progress. You are a work in progress. And as long as you are dedicated to getting further to bettering yourself to building a bigger business, you will get there. And as long as you do not give up, absolutely anything is achievable. And I believe that especially in network marketing, because it's such a foolproof plan for all of these businesses. The only people that experience failure that get out of it are those that choose that, that haven't tried everything that aren't willing to do some of the things that it takes. So do not have a fear of failure. Um, that if I could leave you with anything at the end of the day, actually, I actually think most of those were really big points because I really want us to want things for ourselves. I really want us to have big goals, but I do want you to eliminate that fear of failure out of your life. And I want you to, um, in order to have big dreams, you are going to have to try things and you're going to inevitably fail. So maybe I'm going to leave you with a challenge. I am going to challenge you to fail at three things in the next three weeks. And I don't know, you can, I want you to come back and I want you to send me a message and I want you to say, Lori, these are the things that I failed at this week. And then I want you to say to me, and these are the things that I learned from those three failures. And this is where I'm going next. And I am going to cheer you on because the success is built in our failures and all of the little failures along the way. So please involve me in your journey. Let me cheer you on. I am your biggest cheerleader and I am excited for all of those failures to come in the next three weeks. So let me know if you are going to tag me on Instagram, if you are going to at this is life with Lori, tag me on Instagram, if you are going to accept my three failures in three weeks challenge. Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up With Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life With Lori and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.